The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now offering a bet to underdog special. Bettors will receive a $25 free bet for every $50 winning wager on dogs greater than plus 300. That's a free $25 bet on top of your winnings. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with just one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app for your chance to win $3,000 in the DGEN dance. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Had a, had a four games on Wednesday. Not not very good games. I mean, only really Boston, Minnesota was pretty good, but they were, they were good games for betting. So hopefully we can keep that rolling into, into Thursday here. Well, I'm just sitting here patiently waiting for the day that uh, Giroud gets dealt to the abs. Keep making space. <laughs> We uh, tossed Jost, got a better deal for uh, that Sturm guy from the wild. So uh, got a lot of money to work with. So it's only a matter of time. And Lannis Cog, can, for, uh, what's the word? He uh, conveniently gets his surgery right before or uh, just enough time for him to be out until playoffs come back. Hey, eh? funny how that one works. Yeah, all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, guys, before we get going here, everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, tons of information, tons of other kick-ass podcasts, too, uh, especially with March Madness kicking off in full gear. It did start last night on Tuesday. Uh, it's been pretty cool, man. So tons of sweet articles, lots of good content going on, as well as, you know, the United States Football League's kicking off in the next couple of weeks here. we got some sweet golf coming up. Uh, NBA, MLB's getting their shit together. They'll be playing soon. Uh, everything, man. So go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website uh, as well. Get your ass on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel. Shout out to all of our friends in the Slack group. It's been absolutely banging the past couple of days. We've been having a lot of fun in there. Uh, great time. Like I say, man, if you're not in the Slack channel yet, like, and say if you've been listening to the show, you know, you're 20 episodes in or something like that, and you're not in the Slack group, dude, do yourself a favor. Get in the Slack group. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, it's a blast, man. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack channel. Yeah, check out the website. We got March Madness starting officially uh, today on Thursday with the opening round uh, 16 games, 16 more on Friday. We got you covered from every angle. We got region previews. We got betting guides. We got daily best bets. We got daily uh, daily fantasy stuff. So make sure you check out the website there. And yeah, like like Talon said, join the Slack group. Go to sg.pn slash Slack. It's a uh, a lot of fun in there. We're getting a lot of emoji usage, a lot of inside jokes you're going to carry over to the podcast. So, you know, if you love the podcast, you'll love it just even more with that added Slack component. You, you got us got us at all times there, 24-7 on call. So make sure you check that out. And make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast as well. If uh, For Apple Podcasts, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. And for Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. And uh, follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Got some graphics, clips, uh, some memes going up there. So make sure you check us out. Uh, all right, boys. Well, uh, actually, you know what? Some of the memes you've been posting, I got to say, man, the last couple of nights, they've been pretty fire, dude. So everybody get your ass on that Twitter page. It's a blast. Um, we will jump into last week's Mortal Locks and discussions here. Uh, Joel, you had a good week here, bud. Kick us off from last show. Sure, yeah. The Avs uh, made up for the last time I locked them up. Uh Winning regulation against the Kings. Uh, it's pretty comfortable win. The Kings didn't score a goal. It was a 3 nothing win. Uh, all those injuries hurt them. They couldn't get any offense going. They did well checking us, keeping us at bay, but uh, it was just a matter of time for uh, a couple goals. And, uh, yeah, Dasha Kemper had a, another great game. Uh, my dog, well, you know this. This one hurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Bruins minus one and a half. 
Um, you know, if, if I just bet the Bruins win by a goal every single game, I'd be able to afford all of Marshawn's fines, right? It's like <laughs> every freaking game, they win in, win in overtime or just by one measly goal. So that one didn't work out, uh, but the total did easily. Uh, there were five goals in the first between the Coyotes and the Canadiens. Uh, yeah, that, that one was no sweat at all. Uh, the Oats won that one pretty comfortably, too. So, yeah, over six there, hit easily. For me, I had my my lock hit there, the Oilers on the puck line against the Red Wings. That was a roller coaster game. They went up uh, 4-1, then it was tied 4-4. When it had five fours, 5-5, and eventually won 7-5 there with the empty netter. So that pulled it out to save me from a uh, 0-3 day. For my dog, I once again took the Rangers on the puck line, plus 115. I assumed Shesterkin would be starting, and uh, he did not. The Rangers did win that one, but it was in overtime, so that was a loss for me. My total, I had the Stars Leafs over six. Uh, Toronto put up there for uh, Dallas could not get a goal against this new Swedish kid that is the second coming of of uh, whoever up there in Toronto. So <laughs> could could not Cujo. get the over six there for a, uh, a a one and two night. Um. All right. First off, I'm never betting Boston ever again. I'm so done with this shit. It's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, for my lock, I had Boston in regulation versus Chicago. Uh, minus 115, they ended up losing. Well, not losing. I guess they won in overtime, but my bet ended up losing. To be fair, though, that bet should have hit. There was a ridiculous uh, non-goal called after Charlie Coyle went up. What was it, like five minutes left in the game or something? They even reviewed it, and they said it was goalie interference. Nobody touched Flurry. Like, Joel, I'm sure you were watching that, too. That was absolute bullshit. Yeah, that was horrible. He played uh, a great game, though. He's he did. Player. Yeah, Flurry had, what, over 40 saves or something like that? That's pretty crazy. Um, for my dog, I had none other than the Desert Dogs. Arizona Coyotes versus Montreal, uh, plus 135. They came in with a big win there, and they did play better than they did against Ottawa the night before. Uh, shout out to Arizona. Uh, and for my team total, I had Pittsburgh-Nashville under six. I think it was a 4-1 final for uh, for Nashville there. So I just hit the under by one point. But uh, I, I like that bet paying off uh, minus 115 at the time. Uh, it was almost like a playoff game, man. They played hard, and truth be told, it was a closer game than the score will tell. So uh, we'll take that under, though, boys. Um, for our standings off that off that show, I went up 0.22 points. Ryan dropped 0.33, and Julie went up uh, plus 1.54. So not not too much movement on the uh, on the grand scheme of things here. We'll get into our actual total standings a little bit further here. Uh, we will jump into our NHL news and discussion topics for this week, though. Boys, we've had some big some big news coming out the past two days, eh? Like, Jesus Christ, I'm looking at all this, and it's like, holy shit, it's only been two days? Uh, kicking things off here, Montreal Canadiens finally traded Ben Chirot. Uh, Chirot landed in Florida. Quite the haul the Habs got back here, man. They got a, uh, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2022 fourth-round pick, and Tyler's, I don't even know how you pronounce it, Smilanic? Smilanic? That sounds about right, eh? Uh, he was a 2023 eight pick. out of ten. Eight out of ten. That's better than normal, eh? Um, he was a 2020 third round pick, though. So you know, not a not a bad haul, especially if you factor in what they got for Tyler Toffoli too. Some good asset management here by the Habs. Yeah, Canadians now picked up uh, two first round picks for Toffoli and Shariah here. Uh, one this year, one next year for Florida. And I think I heard that that uh, that pick's not. Uh, lottery protected so imagine like the Panthers just completely shit the bed next year win the lottery and they could have got Connor Bedard but he's going to Montreal instead that's something the NHL NHL would fix for the Canadians maybe there but yeah it's that's a high price to pay for a defenseman we're getting getting a few trades here and guys off the market leading up to the deadline deadline on Monday is happening a little bit a little bit in advance here it's a big haul for Florida but it seems like they're kind of Going all in here, they, they're one of the best teams in the league. They have a lot of depth. Adding some more size in their blue line cannot hurt. And, and to push down maybe Gudis into a more of a depth role. But, yeah, this is a good a good pickup for, for Florida. Maybe a bit too expensive, but kind of sets the market a bit as well. Yeah, definitely too expensive. Uh, this just shows how much of a seller's market it is. Uh not a huge fan of this deal, but if it works out, if if uh, he's the difference between Florida winning a cup, obviously it's going to be worth all this and much more. Uh, but for me, it's just uh, it's uh, a lot to pay for sure for Ben Schrott. I'm not too uh, convinced by how good he is. Uh, he didn't have a great playoffs even either last year, and he's been so-so this year. So uh, hopefully he turns it around for their sake. But uh, for me, it's too much, way too much. 
Uh, moving down here, uh, some news coming out of California. The San Jose Sharks were able to sign Thomas Hurdle to an eight-year contract with a get this an average cap hit average of eight point one three seven five million dollars. Had to get that point one three seven five in. Very important, eh? Um, pretty big news, man. They signed him to eight years. We were talking before the show. We realized Thomas Hurdle's twenty-eight years old, man. This contract's going to take him till when he's thirty-five. That's a that's a pretty big commitment for the Sharks, but I'm sure they had to pay him to keep him there. I have absolutely no idea what the Sharks are doing. I and mean, people started talking about this on on hockey Twitter and, and on Reddit and stuff. But the Sharks just have so much money tied up now into into all older guys. I mean, they have Couture, eight million to 2027. He's 32. Eric Carlson's 31. He has 11 and a half million till 2027. Brent Burns is 37. Has eight million till 2025. Vlasic seven million till twenty twenty six. He's thirty four. Oh. Like you have all these old guys just tied up in huge contracts, and they, and I mean, good for Hurdle getting paid there, but the the Sharks definitely should have just shipped him out, got some assets back for him, and and Hurdle should have gone somewhere else. Right. This is a a sign that they're not looking to rebuild. They want. They think they can compete with the guys they have, and. I just don't see it. The guys are too old to uh, to do that. You know, it's one thing with the Kings. You know, they have a few vets still around, but they have a lot of young guys in there too. Uh, so they can, they can afford to do that like quick rebuild thing. But the Sharks, no, don't. They need to tear it down. Uh, this is just he'll look good for a few years, but at the end of this uh, contract, he'll just be like uh, old man Burns right now, just a <laughs> waste of money, <laughs> just falling apart, eh? held yeah. together by strings. Um, I read under last piece here. Uh, Calgary Flames, man. They've been making a splash. Obviously, they landed Tyler Toffoli earlier, uh, but they made another move here. They were able to acquire Cal uh, Yarncroc. Yarncroc? Yarncock? Yarncroc? Yarncroc? From, uh, <laughs> from Seattle for a 2022 second round pick, a 2023 third round pick, and a 2024 seventh round pick. That's pretty big haul, man. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, Aaron Crock's okay, but like, dude, three, I feel like they're just playing like NHL fucking via GM mode here and just tossing out every draft pick they have. They're, they're just adding picks until they get that bar up to where they're going <laughs> to just add, add in later, later rounds and later yeah. years. I mean, yeah. I guess the cool thing here is I read that uh, Young Crack and Elias Lindholm are like cousins and like really close off the ice. And I think those two and Markstrom as well come from some like small town in Sweden. So that's kind of cool for Calgary. But yeah, I mean, giving up three draft picks, one of them's a seventh rounder in a few years. So we could all be dead by then. Who knows? But a, second, a 20, 20, 2022 second rounder, 2023 third rounder for a depth guy here. I mean, seeing this trade, seeing the Canadians Panthers trade, you know, I'm, I'm looking my lips here as a uh, as a Flyers fan who, who has some uh, depth players. Derek Broussard, Justin Braun could hopefully sell off for uh, similar similar prices. Yeah, I'm starting to get scared what uh, the Avs are going to give up for Giroux there. Uh, man, this is uh, another big, bad deal. But uh, again, if the Flames end up uh, benefiting from this guy and he pushes them over the edge for uh, that cup, it's all worth it. But uh, again, this is just a, that's a lot there, even though they're at their mid and late round picks. But still, he's not a he's not a great player. I don't think he moves the needle that much. Uh, and what is it with these Swedes? It seems like they're all like super tight together. You got the... I remember the guys in Nashville, they're all like best friends, all the Swedes there. And then the Vancouver, of course, there always has to be like 60 Swedes on the team. <laughs> For some reason, all these Swedes <laughs> like to stick together. But yeah, uh, for me, it's just uh, uh, they, they I guess they needed the depth, I guess. But uh, again, it's just uh, too many picks, too many picks. Ready to win money and booster odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and coming soon to Louisiana. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet is now offering a Bet the Underdog special. Betters World receive a $25 free bet for every $50 winning wager on dogs greater than plus 300. That's a free $25 bet on top of your winnings. Patrons who wager at least $500 in the first and second round of the tournament will earn one entry into a drawing for a trip to win Las Vegas. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. 
must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is giving away $3,000 in the Ultimate March Madness Handicapping Contest, the DGEN Dance. Start March Madness with 10,000 credits, using them to bet on your favorite March Madness bets, and whoever has the most credits when March Madness ends wins. $2,500 for first and $500 for second, exclusively in the SGPN app. Looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie? Everyday March Madness games are being played. We'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch madness to enter. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch madness. All right, boys, that covers the news here. We got a pretty big slate here on uh, on Thursday. Uh, we got 10 games. Uh, gentlemen, what do you think? We ready to rock and roll or what? Oh, yeah. All right, Kool-Aid. Let's rock this fucking Caspa. We got 10 games on Thursday, March 17th. Kicking things off. Uh, first on the docket, we got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto at 7 p.m. Uh, Carolina on the money line is paid off minus 115. Leafs on the money line minus 105. Over under is sitting at six. Over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Fuck, boys. What do you do here, man? Like, oh, I don't even know. I, I got burnt. All right? I was like, Leafs are going to get absolutely lit up by the stars. You know, backup goalie, Eric Shalgren. Is it going to get his tits lit? Well, he did. Guy gets a shutout in his first NHL game. Do you ride him? Do you ride him? Fuck yeah, we ride him. Give me the Leafs. Give me the Leafs as a dog at home. Minus 105 money line here. Also, I'm going to be greasy. Give me the under as well. Love the under in this game. Hopefully, Chalgren has a great game. You know, Freddie Anderson coming back to Toronto too. He's a good goalie, man. So between the two of them, I see maybe a maybe a 2-1 game here. No Austin Matthews, right? So that could hurt some scoring. Give me the Leafs on the money line. Give me the under. Everybody else, take Carolina and take the over. You know, I, I do like that underplay. Actually, I mean, th- these two teams, you could see a could see a, a playoff style hockey here. You got you got Freddie Anderson making his return to Toronto here. Probably make it play play well there. You got Shogren coming off a shutout in his first start. Uh, Carolina's had it had five straight unders before it pushed on. What was that Sunday? There was three like two empty netters and another goal. It was a two one game. They played a three one game, two nothing before that. I mean. Leafs, uh, I, I I may have to take back that under because I just forgot how horrible the Leafs have been defensive recently. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is a pick 'em. Talon's on the Leafs here. I I, I got to go with the Hurricanes here. Almost they could be be underdogs by by puck drop. But yeah, the Hurricanes are are my strongest play for this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement there. All over the Canes here. Um, you know they they opened up at plus 100. The Canes did, but that didn't last long. Uh, for good reason, because uh, they're missing their their best player, one of the best players in the league, uh, arguably the best player in the league this year. How, given his goal scoring and how he carries this team, it's hard to compensate for his loss there in Austin Matthews. But yeah, I, I do like the under though, uh, for the same reason. You know, we don't have his goal scoring in there, and uh, of course, you mentioned Frederick Anderson and all that, and uh, this this young guy too. He could uh, this Shalgren guy. This he could uh. Going a bit of a role, you know. You see this from uh, goalies coming to the league. You know, they they really want to impress, so they play their absolute best as long as they can stand the pressure. Uh, it's just a matter of time, though, before that that Leafs market kind of uh, destroys you. Uh, but he's good for now. He's good for now in the limelight. Uh, everyone's got their hopes on him. But that said, the uh, the Canes uh, they're just the the better team right now on both ends of the ice. They have uh, number one penalty kill, of course, uh, which matches up exactly with the. Leafs number one power play, which of course would not be number one power play without Austin Matthews. So, yeah, I can only see uh, a Canes win here, but uh, we are all in agreements on the under, I think. Brian, you changed your mind there? No, I, I'll stick to the under. All right. All right. A little bonus play there, too. Give me a John Tavares anytime goal scorer. Guy has a history of stepping up whenever Matthews hasn't been able to play, and uh, he did it again on Tuesday night. Things are going to start turning for the captain here. Uh, moving down to 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Dallas Stars against the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal. Uh, Dallas on the money line is paid off minus 200. Montreal on the money line plus 175. Uh, Stars on the puck line sitting at plus 112. Over-under is at 6. Over is paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Boys, don't look now, but the Stars are on a three-game losing streak. You know, and heading into Montreal. Give me the 
fucking Habs. Give me Montreal as a dog at home at plus 175 here. Uh, Montreal's been shaping up compared to how they terrible they were earlier in the year. Obviously, they're still pretty bad, but they're getting a bit better. Uh, they did just trade Ben Sherrod, so <laughs> that doesn't help their cause in this game too much either here. But uh, last time these teams did play, Montreal did win 5-3 to three here. So I'll, uh, I'll take a little flyer out on Montreal. Uh, I think you said, I mean, Dallas has lost three straight here. They're, they're kind of in a rut. I mean, they got shut out by, by the rookie in Toronto, lost 7-4 to the Rangers, lost 2-1 in Nashville, close game. But yeah, Montreal's, there's something different about them under, under Martin St. Louis, but they are with, are without uh, Sherratt there. Jake Allen should be returning, I think. I saw like 95% chance of that, but that's not really a huge improvement over, over Sam Montembeau. I mean, I guess maybe it is, but... Yeah, I think it's it's too mo- too high of a price on the stars at two minus two hundred. So I, I have to lean to Montreal on the money line at plus one seventy five, but not too strongly because the stars are fourteen and three in their last seventeen against a team with a losing record. So they've they've been beating bad teams, but Montreal at home at plus one seventy five, I think is is worth a sprinkle. Yeah, I'm on the same page there too. Uh, like you said, Stars are uh, struggling a bit, even though they shouldn't be, because uh, they have the Knights on the ropes. They should be overtaking them by now. I believe they have uh, three or four games in hand just to point back. So these these are the games they have to win. So uh, competitively and uh, what's the word? The incentive should be there for the Stars. And uh, the Canadians, they just want to play for the fans, I guess, and all that. Uh, play for pride and all that. Uh yeah, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Sherratt, so I'm not sure that's a huge loss. Uh, we've seen uh, the Canadians deal with injuries all year long and still uh, um, keep fighting, especially under uh, Martin San Luis. So uh, it's just one more uh, absence from the team. Um, yeah, hard to pick a side here, but I, I do like the over just because uh, all these Canadians games are going over and uh, the last few Stars games have gone over as well. So uh yeah, I'll go over six here as, as my best bet for this one. All right, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again. We got the National Predators against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Pretty big game here, boys. Claude Giroux's thousandth game in the league. Uh, Nashville money line's paying off minus 170. Philadelphia on the money line sitting at plus 150. Nashville on the puck lines at plus 145. The over-under is at six. Over paying off minus 110. The under minus 110 as well. Uh, Ryan, kick us off here, but take it away. What do you got? I mean, you, you said it. The only number you got to worry about for this game is that it, it's Claude Giroux's 1,000th game. Throw out, all, throw out all, the, all the stats. I don't care if Nashville's a better team. I don't care if the Flyer throw out the Flyers' shitty defense. Throw all of it out. The Flyers are, are not losing this game. It's going to be an emotional night down there at the Wells Fargo Center. The Farg down there. It's going to be, uh, I'll be there. I'll be cheering them on. Maybe, maybe some uh, tears there as well, but. It's gonna be a, it's gonna Pussy. be a, uh, they're 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 treating this they're treating this like uh like Claude Giroux's funeral here with the trade deadline coming up even though he hasn't really made his mind yet but this is gonna be an emotional night for for the whole team for Giroux especially so uh I think they're gonna get it done here but it would be very Flyers like to just let Giroux down one more time but that's not gonna happen <laughs> Flyers are gonna get heavily outshot win this game like two one so give give me the Flyers in the under damn. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on the Flyers too. Uh, so uh, you're you're screwed there, Ryan. Because every time but the Flyers they lose. Uh, it's not gonna happen this time because uh, none of those times Drew was playing his 1,000th game, right? So that's the difference here. Uh, gonna ride the narrative streak. Gonna take the Flyers here at plus 150. I think the line's just a little too high, and uh, uh, the Predator has been a little up and down, up and down a little lately. Uh, so I, I like the the Flyers here at home. Just uh, praying that Carter Hart doesn't let me down after uh, me yelling at him, telling him how much he sucks all all season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got for this one. I think you guys are out of your damn minds here. All right, give me the Predators on the puck line at plus one forty five here. I think Ryan said it. The Flyers are going to let Claude Drew down one more time in style. Uh, keep in mind too, Nashville four of the last five wins have been by two or more goals. So I do like that to help out on the puck line here. Philadelphia is currently on a three-game losing streak. Nashville's on a two-game winning streak, looking to make it three. I see the Predators going in there and just beating the wheels off. Ryan and all the other Flyer fans are going to be crying for two reasons. One, it's Claude Giroux's last game, and for the other reason is that they just got the fucking shit kicked out of them. So give me the Predators here on the puck line, plus 145. But I will take the over six at minus 110. 
I see Giroux maybe popping one or two, you know. The hockey gods have a funny way of working. It'd be special to see him at least get one. But, uh, yeah, it's not going to matter because Nashville's still going to score seven. Give me the over. Give me the puck line. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again here. We got the New York. Oh, fuck. We got the Battle of New York. We got the Islanders against the Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, which New York, though? It's at the Madison Square Garden, home of the Rangers. Islanders on the money line sitting at plus 120. Rangers on the money lines at minus 140. Over-under sitting at 5.5. Overs paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, Jolie, take it away here, bud. What do you got? Yeah, it's not only the Battle of New York, but it's the uh, Battle of the Russians with uh, Sorokin and Shesterkin and Net. Two of the better goalies in the league. Uh, so I uh, thought that immediately inclines me to look at the under. Uh, even though the Islanders have played a lot of over games lately, and the Rangers uh, as well, with the Shusterkin having a little uh, a blip here, so that's a little worrying. But still, the, the, these games are always uh, a little different. They just they're uh, some of the fiercest games uh, during the season. Just one of the better rivalries to watch. Uh, lots of hitting, not many goals. Uh, as you can see, the under is eight and one in the last nine meetings. So yeah, under five and a half here would be my play. But if I had to pick a side here, I will take the, the the Islanders. I think that this uh, this game is is a uh, one they've got circled, right? They they know that they're probably not going to make the playoffs, uh, but they definitely want to beat the Rangers. That's what teams do when uh, they're starting to lose sight of those uh, wild card spots. They just want to beat the teams they hate, and uh, that's why I'm going to wrap with the Islanders here, especially because they have been playing better lately, and the Rangers uh, have been slipping. Plus, Shesterkin uh, is not himself lately. Yeah, I, I do like that underplay there, under five and a half at minus 120. I, I could see it going down to five by puck drop with, with these two goalies starting. And like you said, eight of the past nine meetings dating back to last season have gone under the total. So you got to go with the under five and a half here. But I, I lean the other way. I mean, I've, I've gotten screwed a few times by taking the Rangers before their goalie was announced. But I think for this rivalry game, you have to have a... Shesterkin and that there. So give me the Rangers minus 140. I think once he's announced, it'll go up a little bit. And give me the under five and a half as well. I kind of love the over in this game, boys. Like, if you look at goaltending wise, like yeah, everything points under. It should be an under game here, of course. Um, but I'm kind of hoping that this game gets a bit chippy. You know, maybe we'll see some a lot of scrums going on, a couple dirty hits. Maybe we'll get some penalties. Penalties lead to power plays. Power plays leads to goals, baby. This is sitting at five point five. I'll uh, I'll sprinkle a bit on the over, just hoping it gets a bit nasty. Uh, you guys touched on it. This could go either way, man. Like. This is, Joel brought up a good point. This is kind of like the Stanley Cup for the Islanders here, right? Well, we're not making playoffs. Let's go kick or beat the wheels off the Rangers. I'm going to take the draw. Whatever the draw is at, I got this game going into overtime. It's going to be greasy. We're going to have, a, I don't know, like a 3-3, 4-4 going into overtime. And if I had to pick, uh, I hate the Islanders. Fan bases are the, fan bases, the scum of the earth. Absolute terrible human beings they don't even deserve to have a team that's how brutal they are they got a whole new arena when they couldn't even fill out two because they're a bunch of losers give me the rangers in overtime four five to four four to three a little harsh or what too harsh no oh you know i love my islanders <laughs> moving down to 7 p.m again here we got our washington capitals against the columbus blue jackets game itself is in columbus uh washington on the money line sitting at minus 220 columbus on the money line sitting at plus 185 washington on the puck lines at plus 120 over under sitting at 6.5 overpaying off plus 105 the under minus 125 uh this is kind of a game that's hard to get a flyer on man i when i was looking at it, i was talking earlier to the boys i'm like hey i kind of want to take columbus here but then i realized they just played tonight uh, they beat up Ottawa pretty good four to one, but that's not hard to do. Uh, I'm like, well, Washington, well, shit, Washington plays Friday. So Columbus coming off the second night of a back-to-back Washington on the first night of a back-to-back. I don't know. Uh, oh, give me the under, give me the under at 6.5 minus 125. Maybe Columbus will be tired. Maybe Washington will be looking past him a little bit. Uh, probably going to have a stinker of a game. That kind of has to be the play here. Boys, if if Columbus wins this game in regulation, they are just nine points back of the Capitals for a playoff spot. Like that's Damn. that's kind of crazy based off what we thought of those teams kind of beginning of the season. So for for that alone, I think plus one eighty five, you have to take Columbus here as a home underdog. They're seventeen, twelve, and, and three three at home. 
I mean, Tony said it, it's the second half of a back-to-back. They're not great on no days rest. Three, five, and one. Oh, four and zero oh after a win. But I feel like this is this is a different game for them. It's they got to get up for this one if they want to have keep their hopes alive. Really, this they have to win this game. And like, yeah, Washington first half of back-to-back could be uh, kind of overlooking Columbus here a little bit. So I, I can't take Washington at minus two twenty. So give me uh, Columbus at plus one eighty-five. Yeah, I could see that. They're riding the momentum from beating the, the Sens, I guess. But and the Capitals are coming off that that road trip. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll I'll take the little spinner on the Blue Jackets too. Uh, also, uh, I'll take the over as well, just because it's Columbus. These games are they're going off the rails. Look at that, thirty-seven overs, nineteen unders of the season. It's just a uh, principal play. And uh, despite the Capitals having a good defense. Uh, Columbus has a way of breaking things down in weird ways. Uh, yeah, so give me over six and a half. It's at plus one of five. So uh, you could get an alt line of six if you want that push insurance. Uh, uh, but yeah, the over there and a little uh, little taster of uh, Columbus. And also give me Patrick Line, a total shot total on the over. Uh, that's free money every day, man. I took it today. It was at 2.5, paying off minus 140. Uh, he had three shots after the first period. I think he had five or six on the uh, on the actual game. So that's just free money, man. I can't believe books are still offering that, but or at least move it up to like three and a half. I don't know. I'm not complaining though. Spring has sprung, and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning in your pants. Trust me, your confidence will be blooming like the flowers this upcoming spring. Time to clear out that winter bush and join the other four million men who trust Manscaped. Use code SGP to get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Manscaped are the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming and have forever changed the grooming game with their amazing performance package 4.0. Inside this ball care bundle, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. The Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is a pube assassin that is waterproof and equipped with an LED light, so you bet it's a major key to the new shower routine. This elite trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. Although your balls might look like punching bags, don't treat them like one and benefit from their proprietary skin-safe technology. Have you ever met someone who finds nose hair as attractive? The Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose and ear holes. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial, so your balls stop sticking to your leg. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, spray-on toner for your balls, which will keep you smelling fresh down there, just like spring flowers. Complete your grooming game this spring with a new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This stuff is legit and will have you smelling like royalty. If you purchase now, you will receive two free gifts, the performance boxer briefs and shed travel bag. Smell and feel good this spring. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. It's time to throw out your old hygiene habits and upgrade your life. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there's a new way to play the ponies, especially if you're brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $15,000 with just one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner circle. Play, race, win. Uh, Moving down to the 8 p.m. side here. We got the Pittsburgh Penguins against the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Uh... This could be a good game, man. Pittsburgh on the money line is paying off minus 115. St. Louis on the money line, minus 105. The over-under is at 6. Over paying off minus 105. The under, minus 115. 
Pittsburgh coming off a pretty upsetting loss against Nashville here. I think it's going to be a bounce back game for them, man. It sucks that they're on the road, but this is a team that's been pretty decent on the road, man. They got a away record of 19-7-4. Uh, St. Louis has been good at home too, but I don't know. I see the Penguins having a big bounce back game. I'll take them at a uh, minus 115 on the money line. Yeah, this this is the one game on the slate. It's pretty much a pick em and and like I I can't really get a read on either side. You said Pittsburgh's they're coming off that tough loss in Nashville, but they're going going on the road again. They lost their uh, past two road games now after losing in Carolina before. But yeah, they've been a good road team, uh, nineteen seven and four. But St. Louis has been good at home, twenty seven and three. So it could really go either way. Uh, so I'll lean. I'll just give a slight lean to the home team here, St. Louis minus one hundred five. Maybe I'll get up to uh, to plus odds before puck drop. I'm on the other side here. I'll take the Penguins. Uh, just a much better team. Uh, I think that they're more deserving where they are in the standings than the Blues. Uh, and uh, the, the Blues uh, goaltending is, is still a little suspect for me, especially if it's going to be Bennington in net. It's a big difference here. Again, this is one of those games that you you have to know the starting goalies because I don't want to have DeSmith going against Huso. Uh, but if it's Jari against uh, Bennington, all over the pens here. But uh, yeah, I'll just take the better team here at a pick and price, uh, especially because the the Pens are better on the road. Uh, obviously, St. Louis is better at home too, so I kind of watched this out. But still, better team. Penguins take them at a pick them. Though, wait till the goalies are announced. All right, moving down to the 9 p.m. slot here. We got oh, this is a stupid game. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 210. Edmonton on the money line sitting at minus 250. Oilers on the puck line at plus 100. Uh, the over is sitting at 6.5. Uh, over is paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, I think... <laughs> Holy shit. I think we're seeing Craig Anderson and Mike Smith going head-to-head here. <laughs> I don't know. Can, can we bet on somebody blowing a groin or popping a hip or something? Because I'll take that. Both these guys are over 40 years of age. Ah, shit. I don't know. Give me the over at minus 115 here. It has to be it. There's got to be goals in this game. If you had to pick, though, I don't know. I'll take a flyer on the Sabres here, man. Give me the Sabres as a big dog, plus 210. Uh, they've been they've been cooking lately. They've looked okay. I know they're shit, but they've looked okay. Just because uh, they keep so, beating the Leafs. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? That's not hard to do lately, apparently. But, yeah, give me the give me the Sabres plus 210. Give me the over minus 115. And if you can find a prop bet of one of the goalies blowing a knee or something like that, take that. Yeah, the, the over is the obvious play here. Six and a half minus 115. It'll be up to seven. But, you, I mean, Mike Smith, Craig Anderson, you have to bet against, bet against those guys. Uh, Buffalo's won two straight. They had won the outdoor game 5-2 against Toronto. They beat Vegas and Jack Eichel's return there. So I, I kind of like a Buffalo team total over two and a half. I think it's around minus 120. Maybe even look at over three and a half at plus odds because Mike Smith's allowed four more goals in eight of his 15 starts, including three of his past four. So he's good for three or four goals to give up. So you got to go with the over. Sabres team total. And yeah, give me the Sabres plus 210. One of these dogs kind of has to hit here. Uh, I'm on the over as well, but I'll, I'm on the other side. I'm taking the Oilers here. Give me their team total <laughs> over three and a half or four. Uh, the Sabres, those two wins, those are huge uh, emotional wins for them. Of course, beating the Leafs in the big uh, outdoor game. You know they had to be up for that one. And, of course, Jack Eichel's return had to be up for that one. Now they're going out to fucking Edmonton. Who the fuck wants to be there? Who cares about winning this game? <laughs> um, yeah, the Oilers, they're going to light Craig Anderson up. And they'll probably let in a few, too, because it is Mike Smith. Uh so, yeah, over six and a half and uh, Oilers team total for me. All right, cruising on down to the 9 p.m. slot again here. We got the Detroit Red Wings against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, Detroit on the money line sitting at plus 175. Canucks on the money line minus 200. Uh, Canucks on the puck line at plus 120. Over under is sitting at six. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, what do you got here, bud? What's, uh, what's the word on your Canucks? Oh, the word is uh, EP. The alien is likely coming back for this one, so that should give a good boost to the team. As though they, uh, what are you laughing at? That's a EP? great nickname. <laughs> is that EP? something you call them, or is that an actual thing? Or is that just yeah, what that, No, that's a real thing. I thought you were laughing at the alien thing. I you am. Look, yeah, oh, yeah. No, that's a real thing. It looks like a fucking alien, and so they call him alien. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, not that they really need him right now, because... Uh, they're scoring for fun anyway, you know. They they just destroyed the 
the devil easily, and the Red Wings are in even worse shape than they are goaltending wise, defense wise. Uh, you know, losing a bunch in a row. Uh, you know, they 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 fought back against the Oilers the other night, but of course uh, they still give up seven altogether. So even when they're scoring goals, they're letting in goals. So my favorite play here is the over six. Uh, this one is one that will definitely be on the move upwards. Uh, and the Red Wings, of course, serve the Canna Bertuzzi's yet. And uh, oh, he's got COVID now, apparently. Um, he's not vaccinated yet, is he? No, I think he's not. No. no okay, I, so th- you, you I, I think. Get... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I think that's why he says it's because it's, uh, I think that's why oh, it's okay. COVID, cause, cause, <laughs> cause it's in Canada. But right, I, I'm right, not sure. Yeah. So he can't come with a trip. And of course, they just lost Robbie Fabry. Uh, they, they, they did get Jacob Vrana back, but uh, of course, he's got to work off the rust. So I like the Canucks team total here. And uh, best bet would be the over six. Yeah, this is a game where, where the Canucks should be a huge favorite, like Edmonton's minus 250. Right? They're only minus 200. I feel like that that's low. Puck line is at plus odds for some reason. Vancouver's hot, won four of their past six. Detroit's lost six straight, eight of their past nine. I faded them last show, fading them again here. Uh, uh, five of their last six losses by two plus, seven by two or more, and 12 of their last 13 losses were by two or more goals. Vancouver's last three wins and six of the last seven were by at least two goals. So give me a Canucks here on the puck line. I'll take the over there as well, just because both of these teams can score. We saw Detroit put up goals against Edmonton, and I like the first period over one and a half as well. It's hit in eight out of the past 10 Canucks games including five straight and six out of the past 10 Red Wings games, including four of the past five. So Vancouver, the over and the first period over for me. I really love that first period play. That's uh that's gotta be sure money. Um, yeah, the over itself at six, that has to be sure money is too. All Detroit does is get scored on and you know, they're not bad at scoring goals either too here, even without Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, shit, man. I don't, I'll take Detroit here, dude. Give me a give me the Red Wings a plus one seventy five. Keep in mind this is a terrible Detroit Red Wings team. Like especially you know after you know the awesome Detroit teams of the you know the two thousands, two thousand tens, the late nineties. Um, I've seen better wings at Hooters, man. These guys stink. Uh, with that being said, I'll take a flyer on the Red Wings here, dude. They're on a six game losing streak. Something has to change. Although Vancouver's pushing for a playoff spot, man, so I, I don't know. I don't. I don't love this play, but I'll. I'll be sneaky here. Give me the Red Wings. They got to change this up. They can't lose seven, can they? They can actually. They got a terrible road record, but fuck <laughs> it. Give me Detroit. Um, who saw the Who saw the Canucks being one point back with a game in hand on the Knights? That's two crazy. Months ago? Actually, yeah. I can say I saw it because fuck that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right. I've been calling this team to miss playoffs all year long. Um, more on that later. Uh, moving down to 10 p.m. here, we have the San Jose Sharks against the Los Angeles Kings. Battle of California at it again. Uh, game itself is in Los Angeles. Uh, San Jose money line sitting at plus 135. The Kings money line's at minus 165. Over unders at 5.5. Over paid off minus 105. The under minus 115. This is looking like an under game, right? But I, I don't know. I, I think the Sharks are on the first night of a back-to-back here. I don't give a shit, dude. I'm taking the over in this game, man. When they're in the Battle of uh, California games, traditionally these have gone over. Um, I know the, you know, all these California teams aren't as good as they used to be, uh, especially with that new Thomas Hurdle contract. Maybe he's buzzing, yo. Maybe we'll see uh maybe we'll see a two, three goal performance out of good old Tommy H here. So give me the over at five point five. If I had to pick a team, I don't know. Give me the fucking Kings. These two teams just had just had a two straight game, two straight against each other, and they have another one here. Just getting all their games in at once. Uh, King's still injured a lot. Got Dowdy, Brown, Arvidsson, Athanasiu, Lemieux, all those guys. Uh, Sharks should still get a bit of a bump there from Tomas Hurdle. Getting that new contract, maybe he'll pot a goal or two there. So I like the Sharks here as dogs at plus one thirty-five. Just. Because they, they've won the past two. They, they they know how to beat them. They, they've done it. Uh, James Reimer is going to be starting. So hopefully he'll have his little nerd glasses on, be able to make some saves there. So yeah, give, give me the Sharks. And I, I would lean lean to the over, expect some goals in, in this game. Yeah, the Kings, they, uh, they're showing a lot of heart, you know, play, playing well with all these guys missing. But uh, uh, the Sharks are getting healthy now. Uh, getting Carlson back is huge. They play a lot better with him. Uh, as much as I've shit-talked him the last couple of years, uh, he is a good player still and uh, means a lot for this team. So... Yeah, his coming back and then playing better is not a coincidence. Uh, they're looking more like the Sharks uh, that uh, played well at the beginning of the year. So uh, 
yeah, I'll take the Sharks as a dog here. Uh, I really want the Kings to win. You know, I got some a lot of futures riding on both these teams. But uh, for this game, I'll take the Sharks as a, as a dog. All right, heading down to the last game of the docket, 10.30 p.m. slate. Uh, could be a good game, but who knows? Uh, we got the Florida Panthers against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Florida on the money line sitting at minus 135. Golden Knights on the money line plus 115. Over-unders at 6.5. Uh, both over-under paying off minus 110. Uh, Ryan, finish us off here, bud. What do you think? I think this line this line is crazy here. How How is Florida only minus 135? I know they haven't been good on the road. 15, 7, and 6, so 15 and 13 wins, losses. But, I mean, Vegas at home is down to 16, 3, and 3. It's the same amount of wins, wins as losses. Vegas has lost, what, uh, five in a row now. Got Brassois on that. He's given up four or more in two straight, three of his past four starts. Got the Panthers, they're they're on the road, but they, they got the overtime win in San Jose. They went to a shootout against the Kings, probably should have won that one. But, yeah, I mean, the, the Panthers here, minus 135, has, has to be the play to – pretty heavy on them they, they won the first meeting uh 4-1 back in january they've won through their past four road games so you have to continue to fade the knights here even at home panthers minus 135 panthers on the puck line possibly even the over here too with, with how vegas is allowing goals it definitely like the over that'd be my strongest play here um this is a a clear play on the panthers uh at only minus 135 uh this is what some would call a fishy line if you believe in that kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, I, I like the Panthers here a lot. I don't see the Knights uh, coming up for this game because, uh, yeah, they're, they're still hurting. Uh, doesn't look like Patriotty's back yet. They have a litany of other injuries, of course, and Laner's still out. Um, yeah, the Panthers should uh, should dominate here uh, by every uh, projection I have. Um, but uh, goals is, is still the better play here just because the Panthers they're going to score even if they lose and uh, the Knights the best they can do is is uh, maybe get some backdoor goals I don't know but uh, yeah this this should be a fun game to watch for sure I'm with you guys I love the over in this play man it's a big number at 6.5 but still like uh, like you guys said the way that Vegas has been giving up goals here Florida has a lot of firepower obviously they're on they've been on a long road trip here but uh I still like the over at 6.5. And you guys said it, man. Like, there's no way you can't bet the Panthers here, dude. Florida money line minus 135 has to be the play. Um, honestly, I'll probably even end up sprinkling Florida in regulation, dude. Like, I don't see why they can't win this game by two goals. Uh, as well, I don't see why they can't win this game in regulation. So that's uh, that's my play. I love Florida in this. Vegas is terrible. They're playing terrible. They're going to miss the playoffs because they stink. I've been calling it all year long, baby. Hate the Knights. I don't, you know, truth be told, I don't really hate the Knights, but like still, I don't think they're going to make playoffs. And I think they're going to get shit pumped here by Florida. Uh, boys, that pretty much covers our Thursday slate. Y'all. There's 10 games, couple good, couple good bangers in there. Uh, we're moving down to Friday here. We do have six games on the docket. At the time of recording, we do not have lines for the game, but same thing we always do. We'll take a little run through them, see if there's anything we're looking out for here. Uh, first one on the docket at 7 p.m. We got the Washington Capitals against the Carolina Hurricanes. Both teams on the second night of a back-to-back here. This is tough, dude. Uh, you almost have to go Carolina, man. Like, depends how strongly or poorly they play against the Leafs here. But uh, I don't know. I guess Washington probably has the worst competition playing. You know what? Fuck that. That talks me into it. Give me the Capitals on the money line. Uh, I, I think I like the Hurricanes here. Capitals have lost their past four on the second half back-to-back. Uh, Hurricanes just had one earlier this month. They got an overtime win in Pittsburgh after losing in Washington. So there's some travel there. They won before that. Uh, went from Pittsburgh to Philly, won in overtime, still clawed that one out. Uh, they lost the one before that, but they won one before that. So one through their past four on, on no day's rest. I feel like they probably have the more solid uh, foundation there, able to kind of control their play and they're, they're at home so they'll have that advantage as well won't be uh too much travel come down from toronto for them so I'll, I'll take carolina here at home against the capitals do you have any uh shady shitty books giving you lines yet ryan i, I don't yet no okay well <laughs> yeah this one is uh depends on the line uh if the capitals i will take them if the lines high enough let's say uh uh, maybe plus 140, I'll get tempted to take the caps, but 
uh, under that, I, I'm definitely leaving Carolina. Um, just the better team at home. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say. We've talked about these teams all season long, so you know what I think about both. Uh, Capitals of Vechka's not playing great right now, and uh, Carolina's got the best PK in the league, so uh, that should negate that. And uh, the goalies, the backups are pretty similar to the, to the starters. It's not like a Shisterk and Georgiev situation. So there, there's no real advantage in that. We know Anderson is starting on Thursday. We don't know which Capitals goalie starting on Thursday. Um, but uh, I don't think that really matters. So, yeah, at this point, just, uh, you know, give me the Canes. Man, I was really hoping Ryan has, like, a, a greasy uncle sitting in the back alleyway <laughs> of some fucking rundown, greased-up Philly cheesesteak place in Philadelphia. He's like, yeah, I'll give you some odds in Washington, Carolina. What's your goal? What you want? Minus 120, baby. I don't fucking know. The 7 p.m. slot. Speaking of greasy Philly places, we got Philadelphia Flyers against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. I don't know, man. Like, you you. Truth be told, you could probably get the Flyers at some decent money here, right? Both teams on back-to-backs, I guess. I don't know. I'll take a flyer out on the Flyers. The real question is, will the Flyers move Giroud the day after he plays his thousandth game? Will Claude be playing in this game or what? He doesn't want to go to Canada. Yeah, why would no, he? That, 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 that's near his hometown. He's from Hearst up, up near Ottawa. That's always been... been it's not. I, I understand it's not close at all, but it's just the closest like big city. So Hearst sucks. So it's, <laughs> that's all. It's always been a, a homecoming or, or whatever for him, even though he's going to have like his whole family at the game Thursday. He had his whole family at practice on Wednesday. So, but whatever here, get into the game. Yeah. If the Flyers are underdogs, I'm going to take him here. Ottawa can't be trusted whatsoever. Lost to the uh, Coyotes, lost to Columbus, lost to Chicago, lost eight of their past 10. And the Flyers, you know, they're, they're sneakily getting healthy again. They got Kevin Hayes back, Scott Lawton could come back soon. Joel Farabee's back. So, Especially if Drew does play, I don't think they'll hold him out. Maybe they'll hold him out on Sunday, but I think he'll play tomorrow or Thursday and Friday, obviously. So I'll take the Flyers here as probably underdogs or slight favorites. They're going to play Hart against the Preds, right? I, I would you would so. think, yeah. Yeah, I sure hope so. In which case, I will take the Senators. Just a, a fade of Martin Jones. Uh, Sends a play <laughs> decently, I think. Uh, they, they they were the better team, I think, in in terms of the. Uh, I didn't watch the game myself, really, but the box score says that they were a uh, uh, better team. Uh, they deserve better against the the Coyotes and then the uh, the Blue Jacks today. Uh, they are maybe slightly outplayed, but uh, I still like the Sens here with the Flyers coming off back to back and with Martin Jones in net. Uh, I know I don't like taking the Sens as favorites, but in this case, I'll make an exception. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. March Madness is here, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every season, prop swappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Like Zach from California, who purchased a Tennessee championship ticket on PropSwap at 40 to 1 odds, while the sports books are only offering 25 to 1 odds. Now is the time to find those Cinderella's while the odds are high and cash out on PropSwap when the tourney starts. Cinderella stories happen every year, so don't miss your shot. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value, a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale, a loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash, and a first deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Moving down to the 8 p.m. slot here. We got the Boston Bruins against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. I'll tell you the play right here, all right? You take the winning margin and you set it to one. And that is the only goddamn play in this game. Because Boston's going to win this game, but it's only going to be by one goal. That's what I'm talking about. 
yeah, that, that's all you can trust trust the Bruins to do, especially especially on the road. And, and Winnipeg is a team that I I still have no idea what to expect. They they beat Vegas seven three, outshot by fifteen. So yeah, this would be a one goal game. Probably probably take the draw here in Winnipeg. Uh, one thing to note though is that uh, Bergeron will miss this game with uh, some kind of injury. I didn't hear what it was on the broadcast today, but I'd said there he'd miss uh, at least two games. So this is the second game. And uh, I like the way the Jets have been playing lately, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Jets actually here uh, as a dog. They're in that fierce fight for the wild card spot there in the West, so uh, they have that incentive. Uh, yeah, ever since Eulers came back, these guys have been playing great. Uh, they're starting to form an identity again under uh, Lowry, their coach. Um, so yeah, I like the Jets here at home against uh, Bergeron-less Boston. Okay, heading down to 9 p.m. spot here. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary. Uh, Buffalo on the second night of a back-to-back. Boys, they're going to get stomped by Calgary here. Take the Flames on the puck line. Take them in regulation. Take Calgary team total. If you can take Calgary minus 2.5, take that. <laughs> Any possible way to bet the Flames here, bet the Flames. Yeah, it's, it's the first half of a back-to-back for Calgary, so you probably won't get Markstrom here. But still, you got to take the Flames. Even more reason to just probably take the over there with uh, Darth Vader giving up probably two or three, and Buffalo will probably give up three or four to Calgary, especially on the second half of a back-to-back for them, whoever whoever their backup goalie is now. So, yeah, Calgary going to be a huge favorite. Take them on the puck line. Take the over. You know what you do with the Buffalo? You cook it. You know how you cook with a flame. With fire, baby. (laughs) Flames are going to torture him. Come on. There's no other play here than the Flames with the the Sabres on a back-to-back. Come on. We got (laughs) Craig Anderson and Uka Pekka Lukanen or whoever the fuck's in that now. I don't know. But it doesn't matter. The Flames, they're they're healthy. They're storming. They're they're arming for the playoffs. They got all the guys in there. So, uh, yeah, this is only one-way traffic. uh, Flames all the way. All right, heading down to the 10 p.m. slot here. We got the Florida Panthers against the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is in Anaheim. I feel like Florida's been on the road fucking forever here, man. Holy shit. Second night of a back-to-back. Boys. Boys. I know I'm loving Florida to beat Vegas, but I'm going to be quacking on a Friday night. Your boy's going to get home from work at about, I don't know, 11.45. I'll catch the end of this game. I'm going to crush a bunch of fucking beers and be quacking in that slack group. I love the Ducks in this game, man. They're selling. They just sold Mason. Who knows who they'll sell before this game starts. But I think Florida's just going to get absolutely fucking hammered in Vegas after they kick the shit out of the Golden Knights. They're going to be hungover as shit. And then where are you going? You're going to Anaheim the next day? These guys are going to be drinking fucking mimosas for breakfast. They're going to be having Caesars for lunch. And they're going to be getting crushed by the Ducks come dinner time. Give me Anaheim on the money line here. I'm based off the the Panthers price in Vegas. It this might not get a get a great price for the Ducks here at home, but I think you have to take them here. Despite they have a uh, Getzlaff still out, Silverberg out, Raquel Raquel's questionable, so that would help. But yeah, Panthers second half of back to back, they're probably still good enough to beat the Ducks. But it's a Friday night. We're gonna be quacking. You you got to take the Anaheim at the Quack Palace. Yeah, uh, the Ducks have been shit lately. Cold uh, pending even worse. <laughs> Uh, but still, I'll, I'll I'll join you with the Ducks. You know the Panthers. Uh, they they haven't been that great on the road here. Uh, better than they were before, but still, they had to squeak out a win against the Sharks. Had to come from behind there. Um, they'll probably have. Uh, I don't know if Bobrovsky was sick or something for the other game, so he might play this one. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's why the line for the Vegas game is a little short. Uh, so maybe they're figuring. That Spencer Knight gets to start there. I don't know. But in either case, I'll still take the Ducks here. Uh, yeah, this, this will be a fun game to watch for sure. And the over, too. I mean, the, the Ducks can't get the goaltending straight. Defense sucks. Getzloff's not there to provide the protection. So, And it's a Panthers game. So over here and the Ducks. All right. Heading down to the final game here. 10.30 p.m. slot. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in San Jose. Uh, Jolie, bring us home here, bud. Well, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was pumping the tires, the sharks there with Eric Carlson coming back and, uh, figuring that they do, uh, win a nasty rivalry game against the Kings, but then come back home where the avalanche will be waiting for them and, uh, get 
killed because uh, the Avs, they're playing uh, good hockey again. They had a few slip-ups there on the Eastern Conference road trip, but they corrected the shift. They played an awesome uh, defensive game against the Kings there. Um, I guess it's not that hard when they're missing half the lineup, but still, Kemper's playing great too. So, yeah, there's there's only one winner here. It'll be the Avs. So, uh, I mean, you'll have to pay a, a pretty price in them with the Sharks in a back-to-back and the Avs beating the Avs. But still, I'm going to take them on the puck line, get a little, a little uh, knock some juice off, and uh, maybe even put them in some parlays for uh, some Saturday soccer or something like that. Yes, it's a good game here to close out the uh, Friday night. I got the Avs as kind of huge, huge favorites going to be here in San Jose, as they should be. I mean, they have back-to-back shutout wins, 3 nothing. San Jose, their offense isn't great, especially the second half of back-to-back for them. So, like Joel said, you got to go with the Avs. Uh, puck line, regulation, throw them in parlays, whatever way you have to get them in there. Uh, yeah, man, Colorado, any possible way, you know, maybe parlay Colorado with Calgary or something. Maybe it'll, uh, maybe that'll help boost your odds a little bit. Uh, Colorado team total is not a bad play as well. And I'll take the over, man. Maybe San Jose will get one or two, but they're on the second end of a back-to-back, right? So they might be a little bit pooched, but, uh, yeah, anything among those lines should be good to go. Fuck it. Give me Kyle McCarr's shot total. Is he, is he healthy? Everything's good with, uh, Kyle McCarr? Yes. Yes, okay. sir. Okay, there you go. That's what I like to hear. Enthusiasm, too, Joel. Beautiful. Um, all right, boys. That covers up our uh, Thursday and Friday slate here. We'll move down to Immortal Locks, Dogs, and Totals. Uh, Jolie, read off where we stand here, bud. Well, not much moving between you guys. Uh, Talon, you moved up, of course, like you said, plus 0.22. So now you're at minus 8.02. And Ryan is flirting with the 20 again. Uh, he's at minus 19.71. But I uh, managed to unearth myself from the grave, crawled back into the land of the living. I'm at plus 1.3 and uh, feeling good again. So uh, let's keep it rolling. Feels right. good up here, boys. Maybe you want to do Yeah, above yeah. air. Is that what you're saying? Above water? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick us off here, boys. I'll go first. Um, for my lock here. Is there anything worse than a stinky, smelly, sweaty fucking night? I'll tell you what. A stinky, smelly, sweaty fucking night that's been pissed on. Because they're the golden knights. They're playing like shit. They're getting golden showers. R. Kelly left, right, and center up in Vegas here. Give me Florida Panthers on the money line versus Vegas paying off minus 135. I see Florida going in and just beating the absolute wheels off them. Vegas ain't making playoffs. These guys are shit absolute horrible they're a bunch of crooks too just signing everybody and then putting everybody else on ltir it looks good on them to lose uh for my dog i got a detroit money line versus vancouver plus 175 uh, this is a terrible play but i gotta feel them man De- detroit's they're on a six game losing skid here why not why not go into vancouver who's pushing for a playoff spot why not go in there and just absolutely you know beat the wheels off the canucks uh, i really hope it happens you know no harm no foul because vegas is gonna lose too so it won't, won't be any changing in the standings uh for my total I got San Jose Sharks, LA Kings over 5.5. I love the number at 5.5 here. Uh, and like I always say, man, Battle of California, go over. Simple as that. Yeah, uh, I'm going with the uh, Canucks on the puck line at plus 120 against the Red Wings for my lock there. Uh, Canucks have last three wins all by two or more goals as, as well as six of their past seven. And Detroit just lost by two to uh, Edmonton, and they're going to do it again in Vancouver. Uh, for my dog, as Talon so colorfully said, if you're betting on the Golden Knights, uh, you're in trouble. So I'm going to see uh, <laughs> Panthers on the puck line at plus 170 for my dog. I feel like they're going to get the job done quite easily there in Vegas. And then my total, uh, Sabres, Oilers, over 6.5, minus 115. You got Craig Anderson. You got Mike Smith. That equals goals. Uh, yeah, you don't want to go against uh, Talon's dogs. It's a bad time. So, uh, <laughs> watch out for that one. <laughs> Uh, don't too, don't don't go too heavy on the Canucks. Myself, I'm going with my other team. The Avs minus one and a half against the Sharks. That's a Friday game, so I don't have a line yet. Uh, Ryan's uncle hasn't uh, done the math quite yet. <laughs> um, so that that should be an easy win there. I'm not putting a lot of thought into that one. It's just I'm riding the Avs here. Just to keep the train rolling as we gear up for the playoffs, and the Sharks being. Uh, uh, beaten down by the Kings there in a uh, close game. Uh, dog, I'll go with the Flyers. Uh, plus 150 against the Preds. Still not buying the Preds for real. Uh, Saros has been a little 
little slippy of late. And of course, we got Giroux's 1000th game. So let's uh, go with a bit of a narrative play there. Uh, my total of we're going with the probably the easiest play on the board here uh, with the Red Wings Canucks over six minus 120. Uh, both teams are in high goal scoring form and the Wings are in even higher goal allowing form. So that this should be a high scoring affair here in uh, Vancouver. All right, boys. Any uh, consensus plays here? I uh, I think we all like Detroit, Vancouver over. No, at six. Yeah, I think I like that. One. I just want to say our, our uh, graphic designer appreciates it when uh, Joel just keeps taking the ads as his lock. Make, make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> Good bet, eh? Good bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, consensus picks. What do we got? I think Panthers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Both on them. Yeah, I like the Panthers there. I thought you were uh, making a, a Spencer Knight joke when you're talking about the night, night, shitty night, whatever you're saying there. At the, the, no, no, lock. I'm going to pee. I'm going to piss joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all like the Detroit Vancouver over. I think the Buffalo Edmonton over as well. Do we all like Pittsburgh against St. Louis? I think he no. Does. I think Ryan likes I, St. Louis. Yeah. I, I don't really have a strong play. So it, 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 <laughs> I think we all like Columbus as no, no. Joel likes Washington, right? No, no. I like Columbus that one. All right, we was, take, uh, like, like Columbus against Carolina, Carolina, maybe. I think I like Washington. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't. If, if you're listening to this, go back and check out if there's any place that we think you like. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think we agreed on a lot here. Three. Yeah, it's a threesome. <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, boys, anything else you want to add or throw in here? Well, the Canadians, that... no? Can... Yeah? Yeah, take, 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 throw half unit on the Canadians, half unit on Columbus, and hopefully yeah. one of them wins. Yeah, there you go. Maybe parlay <laughs> them together and have some fun. We have a lot of dice roll plays there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit plays. Throw Detroit in the mix there, too. Fuck it. <laughs> um, all right, everybody. Go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, March Madness kicking off on Thursday, man. It's going to be just banging. There's going to be so much cool shit. Uh, and the network itself is doing a lot of fun stuff, too, man. So tune in for all of uh, some cool footage, a bunch of shit like that. It'll be a blast. Uh, shout out to all the other shows as well. You know, golf shows. Uh, excited for the MLB baseball show to get back cooking. You know, basketball, college basketball, everything, man. NASCAR is firing up, so that'll be pretty sweet. Uh, and of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Slack group. Slack group is banging, man. That, it's so much fucking fun. Get your ass in the Slack if you're not in the Slack group, dude. Uh, you know, everybody's been so cool there. Uh, our boy One Sharp Shark has been killing it with these custom-made t-shirts he's been pumping out. Eh, they're freaking awesome, man. So if you're not in the Slack, get in the Slack. You'll see what we're talking about. I'm sure it'll be quacking all day Friday, too. Absolutely, yeah. And make sure you uh, follow the Hockey Gambling Podcast on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Uh, reach out to that or myself or Talon on Twitter to get to the Slack if you want that or just go to sg.pn slash Slack. It's also on the website, so pl- plenty of opportunities to get to it there. And uh, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review for the Hockey Gambling Podcast. We have something to read next show, hopefully. Uh, for Apple Podcasts, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. For Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. Or just search for Hockey Gambling Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast and uh, let us know what you think. Right on, guys. Uh, my name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Mine. You'll find me doing some kind of rain dance, praying that uh, we get you into town without uh, mortgaging <laughs> the whole future like the rest of the fucking league. Bowen Byram, baby. Bowen Byram. <laughs> Peace.